Warning, this audio was recorded live and on the scene, so it's not the best, but we worked with what we have. Enjoy. Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Dietra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time joining us, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy. Today, I am so hyped because we are reporting live from the Philly Fan Con. If you listen to the sounds around me, you can hear the excitement. There's so much happening. There's people dressed in your favorite cosplay, uh, anime characters, uh, movie characters. It's amazing. My eyes, it's a feast for the eyes, literally. I'm just like super hype and super excited because I'm here with my sister. Um, We are press at this event. So we're going to be bringing you all of the fun details and information and hopefully you will experience this the same as we do hey fictionarians we are headed into the convention it's me and shantae whoop whoop she's going to be acting as the photographer and videographer so we want to say thank you so much we're entering the elevator dun 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 i would just like to say that i'm the first official assistant of the fictionary podcast the award-winning podcast Oh, yes. And she's also very good at advertising and being an excellent hype woman. So we, the elevator doors just closed and we are going to be going into the lobby. I'll be back. 30 seconds later. So basically he comes dressed as Wolverine to get ass. You saw him like, he's like, he's a cosplay too. Yeah, I got a whiff of that one. Five minutes later, we finally made it to James Marsters, a.k.a. Spike. We were a wee bit late, so we only caught the end of the interview. With no time to set up, I started recording right away. You can obviously tell this was not the best recording job. It gets better, people. I promise. In all of my weirdness, all of my 
Unfortunately, right after James Marsters was Carl Weathers, a.k.a. Apollo Creed, and your girl actually got up and asked him a question. It took me a second to get my bearings and feel a little bit comfortable to approach people and ask questions, but I did it. Yeehaw. Get ready to hear it here. So would you say that the process or that searching for that diamond is what has led to the 
Yes. That's that's the question of the day. Yes. Yes. Digging. Digging. I'm I'm uh, I'm an excavator. Okay. That's the new title. Forget actor. I'm an excavator. After speaking with Carl Weathers, my confidence was increased and we spent a lot of time wandering around the convention and I spoke to a number of artists and cosplayers and some authors. So I'm going to share a couple of the author interviews with you that I got on our first day at the convention. But first, we had to get there. My band-aids keep popping off. You be jogging. Slow down. You got a gimpy leg, sister. I'm doing my best. Hi, I'm uh, my name's Ethan. I'm with Fictionary Podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about your comic book? Absolutely. My name is Kyle Nepper. I'm with Unshipped Comics, and we're here with the Samurnauts. Samurnauts is about a team of samurai astronauts led by an immortal kung fu monkey defending the Earth from zombie cyborg space pirates. Oh, wow. <laughs> what inspired you for this uh, story? Well, it's very grounded in classic Voltron, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, all those books our team read and watched growing up that we felt like really weren't out there enough anymore. So we sat down over like three hours of pie and coffee and just said, if we saw something like that we would enjoy now, what would it look like? That's Samurnauts. The artwork is really beautiful. Are you the artist or the story? Uh, I'm one of the two writers. The artists on the book are uh, Matt Wright and Mark Allen Fishman. Very cool. Very cool. How long have you guys been doing this? We've been self-publishing going on about 14 years. Samurnauts is our latest our latest series. Are you online anywhere? We are. You can find us online at unshavencomics.com. And our book is on spot is on Comicsology. Okay, cool, very cool. Well, listeners, this is the I want to make sure I say it right. Samurnauts. Yeah, so it's like samurai astronaut monkeys. It's pretty cool. Thank you. On our journey through the convention, we met a lot of really awesome cosplayers. We stopped and talked with one who had an amazing costume. She was dressed as Garnet from Steven's Universe, and she killed the game. It was pretty awesome. So here's a little cut of our conversation with her. Hi, my name's Deetra. I'm with Fictionary Podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about your outfit here? I'm Garnet from Steven's Universe. Yes! <laughs> Um, I love her. <laughs> yes, I love her. And do, I would uh, say it again. Can, can you do a little? Of the, oh no, I am so sorry. No, I don't. I carry. <laughs> me and my sons just got done like binge watching all of it in the we, movies. We were binge watching it too, and I'm like, I was picking. I was torn between her and Rose. I really like the Rose, and I got. I have a lot of a lot more pink hair, and I do. I like Rose better, but I love Garnet as well. And yeah. I, I see. Like I had Garnet the Garnet has the better songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look amazing. Thank you so I much. Lo- I'm, I'm here for it, 100. percent Thank you so much. Uh, do you do a lot of the conventions? No, my daughter does, and I just support my daughter. She's somewhere around here. I'm trying to so, find is this her. your first time like doing? This my first, yeah. This is my second, maybe. Okay, it's like like maybe my second. My first time I did Naruto, <laughs> so oh, cool. this is like my second time I'm just getting into it. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking to me. You look amazing. Thank you Keep very bringing much. the flyness to the convention. Thank we appreciate so it. Thank you, thank you. 
It didn't take long to find our next interview. The Philadelphia Fan Expo had so much talent, and they were all so nice and willing to talk to us. Turning around, we met author Keith R.A. DeCandido, and he talked to us about his work. I also learned something new. I learned all about licensed media writing, and it's pretty awesome. So if you like fan fiction, but you want to take it to the next level and actually have it approved, this is the genre for you. Hi, my name is Dietra. I'm with Fictionary Podcast. Can you uh, introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Keith R.A. DeCandido. Uh, I am a writer of about about 60 novels, almost 100 short stories, a lot of comic books, and more nonfiction than I'm comfortable counting. So mostly, is, is it fan? I see you have like fan fiction. Do you do? No, no, it's all licensed media time. Oh, it's all licensed. Yeah. Okay, um, so. And I've, I've done, I've written in about 30 different licensed universes. Um, actually, closer to between 30 and 40, I lose track. Um, including TV shows like Star Trek and Supernatural, uh, Doctor Who, Farscape, uh, movies like Cars and Serenity and Alien. That's cool. Um, games, uh, including Dungeons and Dragons, Command and Conquer, uh, Resident Evil, World of Warcraft, oh, wow. Starcraft. And also comic books. I've written uh, novels based on Spider-Man, Thor, and some other Marvel characters. So you write within the universe. Is it? Do you create entirely new storylines? Usually, some of, some of the stuff I've done has been uh, adaptations of existing stories, but the vast majority of them are original stories that take place in the universe. Plus, I've also written my own a lot of my own original fiction. I have a fantasy police procedural series. It's kind of Law and Order meets Lord of the Rings. Oh, very cool. Um, an urban fantasy series set in uh, the Bronx, which is where I'm from, um, and uh, and a bunch of other stuff too. So I, I I've got a pretty wide range of, of things. That's very cool. It's a very cool uh, niche to get into with your writing. Yeah. I write. I do short stories mostly. Um, I do those too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got so, God. I've got like a dozen short stories out this year. I don't know. How, I don't know how that happened. It just so did you start out self-publishing, or did you were you working with a publisher when you first started? Uh, I, I haven't done any self-publishing at all because I don't have time. I, um, uh, I, I prefer to like write and let other people do all that other the editing stuff. Of, yeah. you, I've been an editor in the field. I actually started out as an editor, um, first for magazines and then for a book packager in the 1990s, uh, the late Byron Price. Uh, I worked for him for a while. Um, and then I started doing... Uh, short stories and novels in the media tie-in world. So that was all published by whoever, whichever publisher got the rights to them. Uh, and then I started doing my own stuff, most of which has been done through small presses. So, as far as like the licensed stories, how did you start writing your own original first, or did you start doing the licensed stories? Uh, the licensed stuff is what got published first, partly because of the position I was in. Um, the editing I was working, that I was doing for my press, I was editing a lot of licensed fiction. Gotcha. So that gave me the opportunity to pitch to various anthologies and, and tie-in lines and such. So opportunities presented itself because of where I was working at the time. I still had to do the work. I still had to yes. like actually write good stuff and turn my stuff in on time. Um, but the, the, the job as an editor gave me that in. Have you seen any of your stories that you've written translated into the screen? No, the screen? and that very rarely happens. Every once in a while, something like both the Star Wars and Star Trek uh, universes have incorporated bits and pieces yeah. of licensed fiction. In fact, they just announced uh, this weekend, um, the, they gave a first name to the character of Dr. Mabenga, who was, uh, you guessed on a couple of episodes of the original series, he's going to be in the new Strange New World series. The first name they gave him is the first name that they gave him in one of the novel series, which is a nice touch. Um, so would you like to see some, one of your stories? I, I mean, I would love it. Uh, we'll they, they certainly are welcome to do it anytime they want. 
Uh, and they can do it without actually paying me, unfortunately, because it's uh, it's, it, it, yeah. it's all it's all owned by whoever. You know, Supernatural yeah. is owned by Warner Brothers. Alien is owned by well now Disney. Um, you know, and Star Trek is owned by by Paramount. So that's who that's who controls the rights yeah. to it. So if they I mean, to, it would be will. great. I would love it if something from one of my works got brought onto the screen that way. As the closest it's come, some of this stuff. Uh, I wrote a World of Warcraft novel and a Starcraft novel. And some of the stuff in my Starcraft novel got incorporated into the general game lore, which is stuff oh, that I Oh, that's really cool. Uh, so that was fun. Very cool, but, very and cool. And I also got to work on uh, a Farscape comic book with the creator of the show. Oh, wow. Uh, Rockney O'Bannon created Farscape. He and I worked together to do a comic book that continued Farscape after the show ended. Oh, that's very awesome. So, very awesome. So there's stuff like that that I have. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, talking with us. Oh, Sam or Dean? Oh, Sam Yes. Which <laughs> The question is, you said Sam or Dean. If you had to pick one to live. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, well, I picked Dean just because the way he did die in the last episode was so dumb. Wait, but... guys, I didn't finish! Oh, sorry. Um, uh-huh. 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 But also... But I know, also, I can't, I yeah, can't, there's I a, just there's like... There's a of limitations, I <laughs> Yeah. But having said that, they both died so many times. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm going to um, cry now. Of the two of them... It's so much sadder, though. Of, uh. the, of the two of them, I enjoyed writing... When I was writing them... I mean, I liked writing both of them. I think I enjoyed writing Dean a little bit more just because he's slightly more of a smartass. And smartasses are more fun to write. Yeah. Plus, I loved working in the music references. I'm also a classic rock fan, so that was... One of, in one of the books, uh, in uh, Nevermore, uh, they're actually staying, one of the things they're doing, they're checking out a haunting of a, of a house that is owned by a guy who is the lead singer of a classic rock cover band in New York. And he's got a record collection that Dean is just going completely That's, ape over. I love that. I can't believe they never actually did something like that yeah. in the show, actually. Yeah. Part of the fun, one of, one of the fun things about doing licensed fiction like this is being able to do things that the original can't do for whatever reason. Like with Supernatural, they drove all over the country, but everywhere they go looks just like Vancouver. Um, so in novels, we're not constrained by that. So a lot of the novels, not just mine, but some of the ones the other, that other authors wrote, got to embrace the location in a way the show couldn't. Um, you know, I, my novels took place in New York City, in Key West, and in San Francisco, which are cities that are very distinctive and not very Vancouver-like. Yeah. So... Um, so that that sort of thing so able to uh, the is part of the fun. Yeah, bit, that's pretty know. cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank I you. greatly appreciate it. Well, friends, that's all for day one of the Philadelphia Fan Expo. It was an amazing experience. We were so happy to be a part of it. I'll be back again next week with more footage from the Philadelphia Fan Expo because this was a three-day event, people. So we talked to a lot of writers, cosplayers, and Uh, performers that you may know. Uh, Particularly, I'd like you guys to get excited because we got an awesome interview with author Cami Garcia, the author of the Beautiful Creature series and many more. And she really gave us some great pointers and, and tips for people that are writing and writing with friends. So I think you're going to want to hear this interview. Uh, don't miss it. And also don't miss what 
the other interviews that we have coming up, because this was such a rich experience. I am so excited to continue to share this with you guys over the next couple of weeks. So make sure to tune in, uh, share with your friends, and you can look in the show notes and check out some of the people that we've interviewed. Um, I'll have links to their web pages and bios so you can find out more, maybe purchase some of their books, drop them a note, whatever floats your boat. Um, but definitely show some support. I appreciate you guys. I hope that you've enjoyed this. It's a little bit different than our usual format, but again, it was an awesome experience. And thank you again, Philadelphia Fan Expo for having us. And we can't wait until next year. All right, guys, until next time, keep on reading.